Hello, dear one, and welcome to the Brave Path podcast. I am your host, Emily Bird. This podcast exists to empower coaches, healers, teachers, and other service-led and soul-centered entrepreneurs, that's you, who's looking for clarity, alignment, and empowerment along your business journey. Here we dive into all the things when it comes to the development of your most authentic offerings, awakening and embodying your highest CEO self in the form of your personal brand and spiritual being. As you overcome the blocks and limitations we all face as we grow and scale our business, upgrading your mindset, dismantling the old limiting beliefs and outdated programming so you can create your most empowered, profitable path forward. Here you will discover deeper parts of yourself and confidently know which steps to take as you build this dream business of yours through the divine channel that is you. Yes, we get spiritual here and also strategic. I am your transformational business coach, facilitating the space for you to have the inner expansion necessary for the outer result in your business you desire. Let's get into it. So I don't know who needs to hear this today, but I want to talk about how in our business, it is our responsibility and it's a call forward to heal our wounds in order to expand into the next level. So healing your business wounds in order to move forward in your purpose into profit and just overall expansion as a human being, as a conscious CEO. So we all have wounds. The truth is we all have wounds. We have wounds that form protective layers on top of our heart, on top of our spirit, on top of our voice, on top of our confidence to be seen, protective wounds, right? Wounds that create protection. We also have wounds that create the tendency of perfectionism, right? We're afraid to get it wrong. We're afraid to mess up. We're afraid to, to be a failure, we also have wounds that come from a place of just really wanting to feel like you belong. And maybe as a child, you didn't feel like you belonged, or maybe as a child, you know, your parents were, they divorced or you lost a parent or you grew up differently, quote, differently uh, than society imagines or depicts to us that we should have as far as like a familial unit, or maybe you're multiracial, or there's, there's an element of, I don't belong here. Right. And I say multiracial because my son is biracial and we have constant conversations around his belonging, you know, a, a shadow of his biracial experience that we really work on for belonging is, you know, I'm not black enough. I'm not white enough. And, and where do I fit in, in between? And he's 14 and he's really come into this space of like, I belong here. I belong right here. I belong to myself. I belong in whatever community I, I want to be in that I feel loved and held and seen in and respected in. And I belong right here. So trying to help him you know, combat that wound earlier on in life. So he doesn't harbor it as an adult. And I wanted to talk about that today. We have wounds of, of not enoughness. We have wounds of, I can't do this. I'm not strong enough. I can't handle it. I can't hold it. We have wounds that make us believe that we did something wrong. Right. And I'm speaking from my own personal lens, but 
the truth is we all have wounds. We all have core wounds and we all have, you know, more surface level wounds, core wounds stem back from earlier years, being a child. And then our, our surface level wounds are, you know, they're, they're ones that happen later on in life. They're maybe not as deep, right. But it's important for us to wake up to our story. And it's important for us to wake up to the wounds that we have and do the deeper embodied healing work so that we do not project these wounds, these emotions, these thoughts, these beliefs onto our progress, our process and our success. Okay. So I wanted to share with you how today, how being in business has really called me forward to healing my own wounds in a different way. I have also, I have also acquired wounds as a business owner and I've been in business for 10 years. My coaching business is my fourth business, right? So I've, I've been through some really like high times and some low times and a lot of the in-between flow of time in the entrepreneurial journey. And of course have acquired, you know, some, some really great success and have also went through some really hard shit too. And, and so I notice the hard shit <laughs> creates the wounds and later on it get, it gets kicked up still like the wound can get triggered. So I want to share with you a little bit about today a little bit about my story and some of the wounds that I have as a business owner and how just right here today at this recording presently, I'm, I'm still doing that conscious work of integrating the healing as well as moving forward in my business. And so I want you to keep in mind how this relates to you, how this relates to your story, because I want you to have success in your business. And the truth is, is that if we're always protecting and limiting ourselves and holding back because of these old wounds, we're not going to create the progress and the success and the impact that we desire in our business. Okay. So as I'm sharing, I want you to think about what are your own protections, right? What are your own defaults of perfection and, and striving and, and wanting to belong and, and wanting to be enough? What are your own limiting beliefs? that maybe say, I can't do this. I can't hold this. I can't handle this. I, I did something wrong. I can't ever get it right. What comes up for you along this business journey? Okay. So I want to share with you a snippet of my journey. And these are probably some of the, the, the deepest wounds that I've got so far in business. And they do kick up sometimes they do get triggered sometimes and, and triggers are gifts to us, right? Triggers are portals to our transformation and deeper knowing and understanding of ourself and who we are. And also triggers give us the opportunity to heal, right? So some of my, well, let me start with the story because we all love a story. So I owned a yoga studio once upon a time. <laughs> I owned a yoga studio. Once upon a time, there was a little redheaded, curly haired yoga teacher <laughs> who set out to create her own studio. And my studio was called Community Power Yoga. And it was in, located in Durham, North Carolina. And I loved the studio. I loved the name. I loved the brand. It was all about creating community. Our space was different. It started out just like as a dream for me, really coming into fruition. 
And I had had my hair salon for probably six or seven years at that point. So I had, you know, had like a smaller scale business. And this was an expansion for me in the the business space as a second storefront, a second brick and mortar business located in the same community. And so I, I was really scaling up, you know, and I, and I went out on a lot of limbs for this studio. I took out a personal, mostly unsecured loan, about 30 or $40,000. I, I pulled out for personal out of a personal loan. Um, there was actually, there was like a $15,000 business loan. And then the rest, it was like a $35,000 total amount that I acquired of debt to create the studio. The rest was a personal loan. So it was two different loans. One was secured, one was unsecured. And so I, I, I pulled out this loan and, or these loans, and I, I started this business. So I'm already like, you know, 35, 40 K in debt. And that was just like to fill the space. Right. So I was making these investments with the expectation though. I was making, and I want you to write this down, making investments with expectation. So how many times have you put tens of thousands of dollars into an investment and you have a high expectation for it, okay? So I did that. I did that with my studio because I'm like, okay, I can pay this back in like months because my studio is gonna be so profitable and it's gonna be great. And I still have my hair salon. So that'll be like my money and, and the studio will quickly pay for itself. And the truth is to start out, I didn't really have a super strong viable marketing plan. I was really like basing it on referrals and word of mouth and a little bit of marketing and some events and just offline connections. And, you know, we had a referral program, et cetera, but it, it wasn't like a really solid plan to make back 35 K in a few months. Okay. So that was one of my first big lessons of really when we're making investments to be clear on the kind of investment that we're making in our business and, and have the expectation that is more realistic and, and, and to have a viable plan that really backs it up. Okay. And so that's, that's one of the key takeaways that I learned later on, but the wound was there. The wound was there of investing with a high expectation and being disappointed by the result, right? So think about your core wounds as a child. When you think about the, the things that happened as a child, you were young, you, you couldn't process it fully. You're seven years old, you're five years old. Like it's, you don't have the psychological, the neural pathways aren't developed yet. You don't have the psychological bandwidth to really process. And so even, even as a new baby business owner, right? Not even, not even 10 years in, and I'm, I'm investing in my business in this way. And, um, sorry, my dog's making noise in the background. If you can hear him, that that's Louie, but, um, I learned a lot in that experience around being grounded in our investments and really having a clear expectation of what this investment actually is. I said, a personal loan unsecured. Like that's on me to pay this back. Right. And, and then the other was a business loan that, you know, had the, it was actually, it was, I said it was secured. It was actually unsecured too, but it was a direct, you know, line from the bank, from my business, looking at my business history, like here's, here's my, here, here's how much we're going to loan you, but we have a direct pull, you know, from your, from your business bank account. Right. So anyways, I, 
I invested like, oh, I got this. It's cool. Like I can pay it back in a few months. It's going to be great. 35K is nothing. I can do that. And it actually took me a lot longer to pay those loans off. Right. And, and it was just kind of like, it was, it was naive, but I judged that expectation that I had. And I judged the result of the investment. I made an investment. I was disappointed and I judged the result. So we get caught in that judgment when we judge our wounds, right? And so why is this important to me now that I have the conscious awareness of this wound of not being able to trust myself with an investment and, and, and being scared to invest in my business because I'm not going to generate the result that I want being scared to make investments because I'm going to be disappointed again in the result. Well, if that was the judgment and the story that I stayed living in, then I would not be making investments in my business today. If I was not making investments in my business today, I would not have been able to grow, grow my business. I would not have grown. I would not have been able to grow my business in the way that I've done. Investing in your business is essential. We have to invest in our business. Businesses cost money. It costs money to have a business. And I'm not just talking overhead. You've got to have coaching. You've got to have mentorship. You've got to have marketing. You have to have support to grow your business. Okay. And if I was scared to make those kind of investments, if I was holding onto that old wound, living and operating my business from the wound, right. Of, of not being able to invest because I don't trust myself or I'm not going to get the result because the outcomes in the past haven't been, you know, profitable or viable or what I expected investing and being disappointed because of the expectation not being met. If I lived from that wound, then I wouldn't be where I am today. Okay. So our business is like a relationship. It is one of the most important relationships in our life. If you are a business owner, your business is one of the most important relationships in your life. And just like a relationship calls us forward, all relationships are going to be met with trauma. All relationships are going to be met with the wound, the old story, the old limitations, the belief. And it's up to us as conscious CEOs to really overcome the limitations, to really overcome the old outdated programming and belief and move forward, heal it feel it, learn, receive the lessons from it, integrate and empower and elevate as you upgrade your path going forward. Okay. So we need to know these wounds that we have. We need to be consciously aware of them. We need to be with them, right? We need to heal them and do the work. So they don't become projections onto the present, right? This hinders our progress. This hinders our process. This hinders our profit. Right. So I want you to really think about what projections are keeping you stuck. So I've shared with you one, one of the old wounds that I had in business was making a multi five figure investment in my business without a really viable payable back marketing plan, without a marketing plan, that's really going to generate what I needed to generate in order to pay off the loans in the, in the timeframe that I wanted. And in that I became very disappointed in myself. I became very untrusting of myself. I'm not a good business owner. I'm not good with money. I obviously can't do this. This was too big of a project to take on. I need a business partner. I don't want a business partner. How did I expect to be able to hold all of this by myself? This, this was stupid. I was crazy. What was I thinking? How do I do all this at the same time? 
right? So that was being in the wound, being in the active wound during that time of owning my studio and trying to pay my bills and handle my overhead and support my team and mentor my team because they were all new teachers that I had trained, right? It was a lot to hold. I'm a single mom. I also had my other business still going, the salon. I couldn't, I couldn't close it at that point because I was trying to keep everything going, right? So I was in a really tough space. People asked me all the time during that time in my life, how do you do it all? How do you, how do you run two businesses? That's crazy. And oftentimes my answer would be like, I don't know. I just do it. Because <laughs> I really, I was really just like in survival mode. Some months were thriving. Some months were barely surviving. Right. And so this, I really want to speak to this for a second, kind of side note, because I feel like, um, no one gets to skip steps. Okay. No one gets to skip steps when we build our business. And if you do get to skip steps, <laughs> watch it. You better learn your, you better learn and know your shit. Okay. You better know your stuff. So your house of cards does not fall. You better have a solid foundation. You better speak to those steps that you skipped and not pretend like you did it. You owned it. You can teach it to others. If you haven't really walked the brave path of entrepreneurship, right? So anyways, that's, that's one of the, the wounds I have from business and I've, I've been able to heal it and not operate from it. So I want you to just kind of sit with this inquiry. What are some wounds that you have? And if you're newer in business and you're like, well, I don't really have any wounds yet. Okay. Well, what are some of your older, maybe more core wounds, or maybe some of the surface level wounds that you might have protection, perfection, trusting, belonging, worthiness, strength, capacity to hold it. I did something wrong. Like any of those wounds core or surface, any of those wounds that you might have, whether they're from your business journey, or if you're brand new in business from your life, what are some of the wounds that you are awake to that you have? And are they, if so, where are they playing out in your business in any way right now? We just want to look. Okay. I want to give you a couple more, uh, examples of my journey, my story in business. So 2019 was a hard year for me. My dad died January 7th, 2019. And I was at that point, I was in the peak of my burnout. I had been holding the studio for a couple of years at that point. I had my salon still going. I had a, I think we were about a team. I had about 12 or 13 teachers on team at that point. And they had matriculated through my yoga teacher training certification programs, which I facilitated at the studio. So they had matriculated through a 200 hour foundational teacher training program. They were all pretty, pretty new at yoga anyway, like as students, maybe been practicing for a couple of years, few years. And then they went into a teacher training. Some of them like practiced yoga for six months, went into teacher training and they were ready to teach, you know, like in their first year of yoga in general and, and, and wanting to teach. And I needed teachers and I had trained them and I trust them. And they, they really were at their core, just an incredible group. And so I trusted them and I mentored them and I gave them feedback and, you know, it was just a lot to like really hold the, the entirety of the team, right. As well as everything else in my life, holding it all. And, and my father died and I, 
I wasn't able to really grieve his death. I couldn't really take off a lot of time from work. I think I took off like a week from both places and then slowly went back to the salon. My salon clients were a little bit more, I mean, they were understanding and it was again, smaller scale, but the studio, like the show must go on. I had to teach. I had to show up. I had to guide my team. I had to be present in the operations of my business. You know, it was a lot to hold and and, you know, fast forward a few months down the road, still kind of like in the space and it's of, of, of grief and management and being in burnout. Like it was a really tough time. 2019 was hard. And I, I, I remember having to send a teacher home they showed up to teach and they smelled like alcohol and it was a Wednesday night. And I had taught the 4.30 or five o'clock class, 5.15, something like that. I don't know, whatever time it was, but they were, they were showing up to teach the like six o'clock, 6.30 class. And they smelled like alcohol and I had to send them home because, you know, you can't go into the hot 98 degrees room smelling like alcohol to teach yoga. It's not acceptable in, in my book. And I was not going to have that in our space. And I was really surprised and I was really disappointed in the teacher. I knew that we had at least two students in that class when the teacher showed up later than their normal asked requested arrival times. They showed up late. There are already students in there in the room set up. I knew that some of the students were actively, you know, in sobriety. And I was like, you definitely can't go in there. You smell like alcohol. Like this is not okay. Really surprised. Are you all right? What's going on? So, you know, things like that, putting out fires all the time was like the theme of 2019 for me as a business owner. So I sent them home and I had to stay later and text my son who was like in the sixth grade at the time. And I was like, Hey, like, cereal for dinner. I'm not home. I can't come home. I lived like five minutes from the studio at the time. So, you know, it was, it was, I was right around the corner, but at the same time, like lock the doors, have, have a bowl of honey nut Cheerios for dinner. Uh, I'll see you soon. I had to stay and hold down the space and teach the class. Cause I had to send the teacher home. Well, that teacher had a, a, a relative I'll say who was in my teacher training program that I was facilitating at that time. And, and they, um, they were also a member of the team as an assistant kind of front desk ambassador and sending that teacher home from the experience of them showing up, having consumed alcohol prior to, to coming to the studio, their relative immediately became kind of in the middle, awkward space, understandably. So, but no, I did my best to like clear that energy and space and speak to it and say, you know, like, you're welcome here, but like, this is, you know, between me and, and them. And, you know, I don't project it onto you, but I understand you're awkwardly feeling awkward in the space, like whatever. Anyways, those two teachers within about a week or so of this incident, they left, they left my studio, they walked out and they proceeded to market to all of our students, our existing studio students, which is a big no-no if, if you know anything about business, as well as their social media was, some of the content and context was pretty, pretty close and similar to my teacher training content and curriculum. And there were just a lot of similarities to happen. Okay. So I had this like walkout of a couple of teachers that did not just leave gracefully. They started their own studio overnight. They were marketing to my community 
loudly. Some of their marketing was a little jabby towards me. I got wind of them bad-mouthing me around town. Some of their social media content was like word for word (laughs) content and context derived from some of my intellectual property from my teacher training manual and curriculum. So it was pretty, it was pretty rough. It was pretty patchy. I would say it's a pretty tough time for me. And, and I had this moment of like, I'm done. I'm done. I'm, I'm ready to get out. So that was me living in the wound. I was ready to give up. I threw my hands up. This was not the business I wanted anymore. I am done. I still haven't been able to grieve my father. I'm exhausted. I'm tired. And now literally things are being stolen from me. Words are being stolen from me. Contacts, clients are being stolen from me. And what hurt the most out of all of that, because all of that is like material 3D stuff. What hurt the most out of all of that was the energy that was being taken, right? I can handle you bad-mouthing me. I can handle you stealing my IP. I can handle you soliciting and marketing to my clients, whatever. But the energy, my life force was being sucked dry. So that was me like deep in the wound, right? And I go into the story. I give all this context because I want you to really feel it, okay? It was tough. So I decided to sell my studio. It's time. I'm just going to launch my online coaching business now. It was something I'd had in my mind percolating before my father even passed. I knew I was coaching people in the studio. I knew I was coaching people behind their chair as the hairdresser. Like I have been coaching people my whole life. It's just like an archetype that I really naturally embody. And I had incredible work experiences as an entrepreneur in my businesses where I was holding that space for people all the time. So 2019 was really that dumpster fire year of like, okay, I, I got to simplify. This is not it. This is not what I want to do anymore. And I had to move through it in the dumpster fire. I had to move through it. I found a buyer, sold the studio. Ironically, right before 2020 happened, the pandemic hit. I, you know, I, my timing was great. The buyer's timing was highly unfortunate, but they have held on and they still have a, a studio in that space. And I'm so proud of them for being able to do what they've been able to do amongst, you know, many other studios that have closed, some of which, you know, <laughs> anyways, I, never mind. I won't say that. I won't be too shoddy, but um, they're successful. The buyer is successful and, and I'm really happy for them. But you know, it wasn't until I was able to really sit back and process. And 2020 was a year where we all had a lot of time and space to process. 2020 was a year where we all had to go home and sit down as you remember, (laughs) as you remember. And I gladly took that time. I needed it. I needed to sleep. I needed to eat. I needed to be with my son. I needed to be with myself. And I needed to really drop in to all of the the wounds and the pain and the turmoil that I had just lived through, that I had just survived through. Right. And I did that. I did that. I dropped deeply into the healing and I became very present with the wounds that I had hard fought wounds that I had acquired over the last few years in business. I can't lead a team. I can't trust anyone. I can't trust investments. I can't trust myself to always go all in and follow my dreams or else I'm going to burn out. I can't run a business. I couldn't hold it all. I can't 
manage it. I did so many things wrong. Those were the stories and the thoughts and the beliefs that I had as a result of my experience. And some of you are listening to this and you know me and you're like, what, Emily, you're so amazing. Your energy is so expansive. Like I can't, I can't, none of that's true. Well, thank you, dear one. I appreciate that. And I know that that's not true, but I'm being really raw and vulnerable on this episode today because I want to tell you like, this is real. This is the human experience to go through hard stuff, especially in business, because we care so much about our business, right? To go through the hard times and the struggles become identifications. They become beliefs that we hold about ourselves and our our capacity and, and, and what's available to us and, and how we are, who we are as leaders and the outcomes that we're able to generate, like all of it, like it really does, it gets stuck. Okay. So you got to know these wounds that you hold, whether they're from business or from life, know them, be with them, heal them, please do the work on this. So these wounds don't become your operating system. I do not want you to run your business from the wound. Okay. I want you to run your business. I want you to hold the operations in your business from the scar, from the healed space that you have created inside of you. So if you are scared to spend, if you are scared to spend any more money, if you're scared of investments, if you're scared of putting yourself out there, if you're scared to hire that VA, if you're scared to join the mastermind, if you're, if you're scared of whatever it is that you're scared of right now in your business that you know, you feel a call. I need to hire that VA. I need to hire that coach. I need to make this. I need to make this move. I need to make this investment. Whatever it is that you feel that pull, that soul pull towards in your business. And then if there's a, if there's something coming in and blocking you, well, I don't have enough money. Well, now's not the time. I don't have enough time. I, I can't do that. I'm not at the right space yet. Um, once I make more money, I'll be able to do it. Or, uh, maybe, maybe, maybe that, maybe I should just wait. Um, I have to pay off my, my, my debt in order to, to do this other investment or, or whatever story it is. I really want you to look at the stories right now that are holding you back from following that soul pull, that knowing of your next step in business. You may not know what you need to do in order to solve the problem or the plateau that you have in your business right now. You may not know the solution. You may need to to invest in the solution. You may be scared to invest in the solution. You may be scared to launch the program. You may be scared to fully step out in the embodiment of your personal brand. You may be fearful of what people are going to think of you, what they're going to say about you. You may be scared that there's going to be total crickets. Whatever the fear is that you have, I want you to look at where the wound and where the projection is coming from. So you can ask yourself, okay, what projections are keeping me stuck? What fear, what limitation, what's keeping me stuck? Okay, it's the fear of this. Okay, so how is it limiting me? How is it hindering me right now in my business? I want you to ask yourself these questions. You can pause this, write it down. What projections are keeping you stuck? And how is it limiting you? How is it hindering you in your business? Okay. 
And then where does it come from? Go back to like the earliest time or one of the most alive activated memories of the wound. Where did this wound come from? Or where did this pain come from? Or where did this belief come from? Where did this, did I have an experience? Like, where did this come from? Right. I want you to get really present with it. Okay. And then what would life be like if you were free from these projections or beliefs or old stories? What would life be like if you were not only free from these old stories, projections, beliefs, but if you were free to, if you were free to be empowered, if you were free to be fully aligned, if you were free to be embodied and channeled in your purpose, what would life be like if you invested anyway? Because you know that the investment is in the solution, in the profitable, viable plan. What would life be like? What would life be like if you knew you were free to fully express yourself, regardless of what they say? What would life feel like if you were free to launch your new program, regardless of the outcome, and receive the lessons, the experience, and the feedback of putting your work out into the world? What would life be like if you freed yourself to be fully you in your business without living from the wound, without being an old story, old projection? What would life be like? What would your business be like? We get to heal ourselves through the entrepreneurial journey. Your business does not serve you if you are not willing to do that. Your entrepreneurial path will not serve you or anyone else if you are not willing to heal yourself and to upgrade your conscious way of living, being, and doing. It will not serve. And I would venture to say you're missing the point. Yes, we go into business to have time freedom, location freedom. Yes, we become coaches so we can help other people heal and transform their life and become better people, become better humans, because this is the medicine that we're bringing to the collective. I know you align with that. I know that's why you're here. But I think business, how I view it and why I love it so much and why I am, I've, I've been on this journey for a decade, why I'm so fucking committed to it is because I believe that business is the pathway to our greatest expansion. It is one of the most dynamic relationships we can engage in. It calls us forward. It brings our shadow to light. It helps us heal the old, old wounds. It ensures that we are faced with our old programming and old beliefs and that we have no choice but to upgrade and transform them or else our business does not make it. And I don't know about you, but if my business does not make it, I don't get to feed my son. Like it's that important. Okay. I didn't skip steps. I am taking step by step, laying brick by brick. My business is that important. And beyond being able to provide for my family, it's creating the conscious impact that I am here to create. I know the impact that I'm here to create. I know the soul's purpose of my journey. I know it. 
And my business is, is an expression of that. My business is the conduit of my purpose. So this is non-negotiable for me as I'm sure it is for you, right? So why stay in the resistance and the pain of the wound? Why let the unhealed parts of the wound be projected onto your progress, your plan, your profit, your success, your process? Why, why, why stay in that space? I want this episode to call you forward. I want it to awaken you. I want it to help you wake up out of whatever dull, numbing, limiting, disempowered state or sleep that you are in. And I want it to help you wake all the way out into what's possible so you can ground down into your next steps what really matters right now, okay? So what would life be like if you were free from the old, living and operating from the wound, and if you were free to navigate and operate from the fully aligned, embodied, channeled in your purpose, scar, the healed space? What would life be like? If you moved from, let me get free from, to allowing yourself to be free to. I'm just curious. So I really want you to sit with that, okay? And this is, I would say, doing this work is, is, is really going to help you come into shifting your energetic signature, right? The, the, this, I talk about this all the time, your energetic signature. This is like the frequency that your energy is emanating out into the world and your energetic signature. I like, I like to call it that because it's like, it's the energetic mark that you leave on things, whether it's your business, your programs, your sales conversations with potential clients, your social media marketing, your email marketing, the copy that you're writing on your website, on your social media posts, the conversations that you're having with people, the workshops that you're hosting, the are you, are you in pleading energy? Are you in wounded energy? Are you in projections? Are you in limitations? Are you in scarcity? Or are you in trusting, whole, embodied, channeled abundance? Now, I know that like those are big words, right? Those are big words to, to, to embody every day. And some days it's just not possible. Some days we are tired. We are in the wounds. That is okay. <laughs> like sometimes it's just like that. Okay. But like, on a consistent basis, what is your energetic signature? What throw, I like to say, like, put your signature on it. Like, what is your energetic signature? What frequency are you operating at? It matters. This is felt in your business. Okay. This is a felt frequency. It's felt everywhere in your business, in your life, in your relationships. It, it, it's everywhere. Okay. So I want you to Here's my action step for you today. Okay. I want you to look at the energetic signature. All right. That you're in. I want you to look at the projections. I want you to look at the limitations. I want you to look at the old wounded stories and beliefs and thoughts and, and just look at where you are limiting and hindering yourself and your business. Okay. What's available for you to heal right now. What's available. What's calling you forward. How can you move through it with grace, with ease and with a plan 
with a plan. I'm not saying don't be like me, like take the $40,000 of, of unsecured personal debt and be like, I can do it. It's fine. <laughs> I'm not saying don't do that. Right. That's why I shared that story. Like, don't do that. What would have really helped me during that time? Like if I could go back and, and mentor that younger version of me, how, how, oh, how sweet she was, like how I would support her differently. Right. So look at your goals. I want you to look at your current marketing plan and your current strategy. How are you approaching it? What's your energetic signature? And also what's working, what's not working. How, how are you alone on a thought level mentally? How are you alone? How are you just alone hindering yourself, limiting yourself, projecting your past unhealed wound or default state? How are you projecting onto your process, your progress, your profit and your future? Okay. So look at your goals, look at your current marketing plan and strategy. How are you approaching it? What are you judging? How are you projecting from the past? How can we shift? How can we upgrade the energetic frequency? Okay. I really want you to look at this. You can let me know what comes up for you. I really want to hear from you from this episode, especially what, what comes up for you. Okay. Feel free to join us in the Expansive Entrepreneurs Facebook group. I actually am recording this episode live streamed in the group. So if you're in the group already, you've already gotten first dibs on this episode before it even goes live. Um, but we have a great time in this group. And this group is for your expansion. It's for your energetic upgrade. It's for your profitability. It's for you really creating alignment in your business and moving forward on an expansive path, the expansive entrepreneurs, Facebook group, of course, thus it is called. So the link is in the show notes for you to join us, to connect with us in that space. And let me know how this episode lands for you. And how you are going to call yourself forward to not operate from the wound and old projections and limitations. And instead you're, you're moving forward in grace and healing and wholeness and courageous, brave path forward, the courageous you're moving forward in courage on your brave path forward in this entrepreneurial lifestyle and path. I want to hear from you. I want to hear how this lands. So I'm sending you so much love friends. I hope that this episode serves really healing your business wounds or your life wounds in order to move forward in your purpose, in your process, in your progress, creating more profit and expansion along your path. I am sending you so much love and I will see you next time. Take care. <laughs>